Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Doctor's Dose, where we give you an insight on all things gaming. Welcome, patients. Right now, we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 2077 this episode. What happened? What happened to this game? Probably one of the most overhyped games of 2020. Uh, one of the most anticipated games of 2020. It was supposed to be 2020's saving grace. But what happened? Today we're going to get into the rise and fall of a brand new IP by CD Projekt Red. Uh, before we get into this, let me go ahead and say again, thank you guys so much for listening right now. Those who have come back uh, after our last episode where we explained pretty much we've been gone on a long hiatus. I really appreciate those who are back right now listening to this episode. And we're going to have more, much more to go to. Right now, uh, through my internet provider, we don't have a lot of internet at the moment, uh, which kind of sucks. But I won't be able to release this episode probably today when it's supposed to on Tuesday. Uh, that's what I'm recording. Uh, probably will go up on Wednesday, maybe even Thursday. Depends uh, and if my uh, hotspot can upload the episode on time. We'll find out if that happens. But those who are here and those who are with me through these episodes, thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, we had a whole bunch of listeners on the last episode, um, and I, I, I appreciate every single one of you. So thank you for coming back. Uh, so let's go. Let's get into this. Let's get into CD Projekt Red, the rise and fall of a brand new IP. So for those of you who don't know, Cyberpunk 2077, it didn't start with Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk itself uh, started a long time ago, actually back in 1980, uh, I believe. Let me see in my notes here. The uh, the actual origin of itself was a tabletop game back in 1980, like more of like your Dungeons and Dragons type, uh, where you were able to sit around and make your own character. But it had a lot of the same things that are in this game nowadays. Obviously, it's kind of a tried and true predecessor, um, but it's 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 really it's it's as close to the original material as you can get. If you look at the actual books themselves back, and they had a couple of them, uh, four different volumes by creator Mike Pondsmith, um, P-O-N-D, Pondsmith. Um, he had a couple different iterations made up, which was uh, Cyberpunk 2020, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, I think that that's uh, a funny little... And maybe, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's why they released it in 2020. Uh, just to, I think that was his second iteration of the book. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Cyberpunk Red was the fourth uh, uh, iteration of that book. However, you can find these books and you actually play the tabletop game. I'm pretty sure if you wanted to today, uh, just to experience it how it used to be. But they had a lot of missions inside of there, inside the actual book itself. You know, if you were the um, the dungeon master, I'm not sure exactly what they call it in Cyberpunk. But if you were the, the dungeon master, there's different missions you can put your uh, quest goers on. And uh, some of those missions actually ended up in the game itself, and probably some of the characters as well. But we're not here to talk about the good cyberpunk game. We're here to talk about what happened to this iteration. So when cyberpunk was first announced back in May of 2012, we got a glimpse at something that was, I believe, super ambitious when it came to... Um, CD Projekt Red's vision of what they wanted to do with this game, it was hyped up as soon as it was announced. Uh, because the last thing they had released, uh, CD Projekt Red, was The Witcher 3. And The Witcher 3 got Game of the Year, 
Uh, it was an absolutely fantastic story. I mean, look at it nowadays. It's been converted into a TV show. Uh, and it's actually very successful itself. But we were looking into this brand new game that just gets announced. And we, we get into more trailers as we get into January 2013. We're starting to look a little more into it. Uh, and then we have a trailer in EA 2018. And then a trailer in EA 2019. And these trailers, some of them were, uh, you know, actual just, you know, regular cinematic trailers, which showed you a little bit as to what the game was going to be. And then as we got more into 2018, 2019, we started showing some gameplay trailers. Now, as you guys know, EA of 2020 was canceled due to COVID-related issues. And because of this, we had to not, they didn't do a whole CD Projekt Red E3 conference they did a series of YouTube web shows called uh, Night City Wire. Uh, and they gave a whole bunch of information about the game, uh, story elements, customization elements. And when they were talking about all this stuff during these uh, YouTube uh, snippets, everything seemed super promising. And I, and I guess as a developer, that's what you do. You know, you try to overhype your game, you make it look as, as best as possible. But the thing is, if you're going to show your game working at max capacity, working flawlessly as much as it can, you need to commit to that when it's the final product. And we'll get into a little bit later about how that wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, so we have all these we have all these trailers, we have all this information coming through. Even some of the trailers back when, uh, back in like May 2012, January 2013, the trailers themselves said. Uh, they talked about the release date because if you're looking into some of the different developers and when they announce their game, they give themselves a deadline. So, for example, uh, you know, Halo Infinite, when that was supposed to be coming out, that was supposed to come out, I believe, end of 2020, maybe beginning of 2021 in January. But we had to push that back because we gave ourselves a deadline. CD Projekt Red. When they put their, their game out, they had said that it was going to be out when it is ready. So they told people already off the bat when it's ready. That's why it took up eight years to finally start getting into uh, what we call uh, going gold, um, which means that the game was you know in final production and is available to be released. They had eight years on this game. And again, it was super ambitious. I'm not saying... That they didn't, you know, that, that this isn't, oh, it's an easy project for eight years. I mean, they, they probably could have taken 10 or 12 years on this game, uh, just with the sheer volume what they wanted to put out. But when you're putting out a game like this, you kind of have to. You have to give yourself that time, and you can't be persuaded by, by money and by customers. I mean, it, it's kind of... It's weird to say it that way because obviously the customers and you want to make money off of your game, but there was no doubt, I don't think in anyone's mind, that this game was going to make money. This game was going to be a huge, like, like, like top seller for sure. And again, we'll talk about later how it ended up being that way. But it's just the way that they took, um, the, path, the path they took in releasing this game that was absolutely disheartening. But uh, so... Obviously, when we, when we confirmed uh, what the game was going to be released on, <clears throat> excuse me, back in May 2012, uh, we confirmed it for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And then later, there were plans on an Xbox Series X and a PS5 release that was supposed to release in 2021. But I still believe if you didn't, well, yeah, I believe those editions are still coming out 
on um, those uh, on those consoles. I think I'm not sure if you can get the free upgrade or if you can buy it on the store. But they really didn't have much to worry about at that time. So they only had to put out for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Now, obviously, when the game was releasing in 2020, we had those brand new consoles, and I think they worried about that a little bit too much. Um, I mean, it would have been great to have all of you know all six or you know five or six platforms available for um, for for play. But you really, they really should have focused on that on the on the console version. I understand that CD Projekt Red themselves uh, mainly come from a, a PC kind of uh, a company however you know your, your biggest re releases I, I believe are on I mean, PC was great but Xbox One and PS4 there was a lot of pre-orders for that one and again um, we need to we need to be careful with that because you need to make sure that you're not letting down one or the other and from what happened it looks like the PC really took the, 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 the forefront it was on the front burner 100% Xbox One and PS4 they were on probably four burners down. I don't feel as though anyone now feels as though the console versions were worked on or or had more attention than the PC port did, um, which was you know that's that's on them. But with their release, they had a lot of stuff planned out for you know they had a collector's edition. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the collector's edition or not because it sold out very fast uh, when it first got announced. It had a custom box that came in, had a steel book, had a hardcover art book, a metal pin set, a keychain, and it had a nice sizable statue um, of V on a motorcycle pinning one of his uh, one of his enemies down on the floor. It looked really, really cool. If you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. It's a very actually I have the statue myself. Um, but I got that through I didn't buy the collector edition itself. I got that through other means. But uh, the statue looks fantastic. So if you haven't seen it, definitely take a look at it. But they had many other collectibles, too, on top of that. They had Funko Pops that released in April. They have T-shirts. They have other apparel, like hats and this and that. They have strategy guides, comics. There's actually a um, an anime, I believe, coming out on Netflix for Cyberpunk 2077 as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. But I believe they have some kind of TV show, some kind of anime releasing for it as well and we can only hope that it's a little bit better than what's releasing right now but how are you going to have so much of this stuff available for purchase because that's that's all that's all income right there you know oh i'm a developer and i'm making this brand new game you're going to want to buy this game at this highest price take all this stuff we're not even going to worry later down the line if the game is finished give me the money now and then we'll just see what happens i mean you can't you can't do that man I mean, collector's editions are cool. Collector's, edition, collector's editions are amazing uh, sometimes. The the new Resident Evil 8 one that got announced looks fantastic, and that sold out quick. But we all know with Resident Evil that Resident Evil 7 was a finished game when it first came out. It had a couple things here and there, but nothing crazy. And that Resident Evil 8 is going to be a finished game. So we're able to you know buy those things and you know spend the money on it if we need to. Now we don't know. And we only had Witcher 3 to bank on. And I understand that when it comes to Witcher 3. Because I thought the same thing myself. Witcher 3 was absolutely fantastic. How can they mess up uh, Cyberpunk? How can they mess that up? It, it was, it was, you, know, you had this fantastic franchise. And, and you've been known as one of the best developers out there. And how did this happen? 
So it makes sense that, you know, if you did buy the collector's edition, you were banking on the fact that this game was going to be great based on Witcher 3. And I, I kind of did the same thing myself, but I wasn't going to put too much money into it until I figured out, you know, exactly how much or, or what was going on behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, it just, it just, I don't like the fact that they released all these collectibles knowing, knowing that the Xbox One and PS4 versions were not finished. All this marketing, all this, all this stuff, those were not finished. You, you should not have put your money into the, into the marketing, into the collectibles until you know that your product is finished. You know, you want to buy something because if I'm buying it for Xbox One and I'm buying myself seven Funko Pops, I'm probably, after that game releases, tossing them into a fire and 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 doing some kind of weird chant to try to hope that my 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 words are heard to make the game a little bit better earlier so I don't have to wait for 3 months for this game to be finished up. I don't know. It's it's just it doesn't make sense to me to release all these all this marketing and all of this um uh these collectibles and products when you know for a fact that you're not even close to finishing your game it just seems a little scummy to me but you know some of the things were cool you know i i can't i can't fault it too much like i said i bought a couple things myself so i can't say i'm not faulting anybody who bought those things i'm just saying as a developer why put those things out there when you know your game's not going to be finished you know i don't think it's any fault to the to the consumer to buy those things i don't think it's your fault because you had no you had no way of knowing you had, you had, we had no idea that the game was going to be what it ended up being. Um, so I, I think it's a little scummy myself. Um, e even with that, so back, when was it? I don't think it was 2018. It might have been 2018, EA 2018. But they had announced that Keanu Reeves was going to be in the game as well. as one of the, um, I guess you could call him a main character, uh, Johnny Silverhand. Um, I mean, he obviously V is the main character himself, but Johnny, you also take control of Johnny, I believe, here and there in the game. I actually haven't played the game too much, not going to lie. I, I picked it up on December 10th when it released and then played it for maybe a couple days. And then one of my missions bugged out and I stopped playing it. So I'm, right now I'm still waiting to play it. I'm waiting for it to finish <laughs> and then I'm going to play it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Keanu Reeves was added into the game, I believe around 2018, that's when they announced it, while uh, we had the, you know, your breathtaking situation <laughs> at, at EA, and it was, it was, it was great to know that Keanu Reeves was put into something like this, because I believe it is a, it, it's, it fits him 100%, you know, the whole rocker aesthetic, I mean, he, you know, Bill and Ted and stuff like that, you know, he, he fills that rocker persona very very well and uh my my problem is i think that was also used as a guise to kind of just get people really invested in the game and then also just it, it, the game's not finished so you're hyping up the game with an actor with a famous actor and you're still not finishing your game so you know people are going to buy the game because of that. You know you're going to buy the game just based on the fact that you made Witcher 3. Uh, you know that people are going to buy the game because you told people that it was only going to be ready when you release it. So there's no release date. It's going to be ready when it's there. And we'll talk about release dates here in a minute because they had a couple of them. Um, but you know that the game's not finished and you're going to overhype your game like crazy. Maybe they thought they had, you know, with that two-year gap, maybe they thought they would have the components for it, but 
and, and the thing is, I'm no developer myself. I, I have not, I've not made a game. I, I probably would fail hardcore in making a game. But for those who use this as a profession, as a career, I feel as though you would know if you have a two-year gap, uh, if you'd be able to finish it in that time. I mean, eight years, obviously, you know, back when the game was first conceived, you have no idea how long it's going to take. But after six years, I feel like you should have kind of a, a basis to go on that allows you to to see, okay, I have two years left. Can I finish this in this, in this time? Uh, and, and I guess they just didn't think about that. But, but no, we added Keanu Reeves in there, and that's great, you know. Uh, he plays the part really well, I believe. Uh, some people don't think so. Excuse me real quick. <clears throat> A little water break. We, uh, some people believe he didn't play the part that well. I thought he did great. Uh, just in what I've, what I've seen. Again, I haven't played the whole thing. But just from what I've seen, I liked his um, little iterations there. The little back and forth you have with uh, V and Johnny Silverhand. Um, and I think he's a great addition. Uh, and when the game is finished, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that story progresses. Um, but it's, it's, there was so much hype behind this game. There was so much unnecessary hype. Um, so we had, uh, there was a couple release dates that were announced. Uh, I believe EA 2019 was the first time we got a whiff of a release date, which was supposed to be April 16th of 2020. Uh, April, we started getting close for that date, I believe sometime in, in March, I believe, uh, they had said, okay, well, April's not going to happen, we're going to push it to the 17th of September. We started getting close to that date, and then we moved it to the 19th of November. <laughs> and then when we got closer to that date, no, we're not doing that, we're pushing it back again, December 10th, 2020 was the definitive release date for Cyberpunk 2077. There were so many dates there. And, and I remember myself, uh, you know, looking at the April 16th, and I was like, oh, we're so close to the game, we're so close to the game. Pushed it back. Oh, that sucks. But you know what? That's fine. They want to work on the game. No problem. I'll wait till September, you know, the 17th of September. Oh, oh, September comes around. Oh, okay, they're pushing it back to November. I guess I need a little bit more time. That's fine. I can see that. Push it back to December 10th. All right, like, what's going on? Like, why are we pushing it back so much? What, what's what's happening? Do you guys need more time? Do you guys need a whole year? Like, what's... Because at this point, from the, from the 19th of November to the December 10th release date, I'm thinking to myself, you guys need more time. Take the time. Don't 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 sit here and go month to month. You know, because you see, obviously, the release date uh, was, was moving dramatically, and then, you know, a little bit by bit until they get to December 10th. Um... But I'm sitting here thinking from November to December, you need time on this game, don't you? Like You need to finish this game, don't you? You need at least another couple months, maybe almost a year, to finish this game. So I started having my doubts around that time, around September to, uh, December, I'm sorry, September to December mark. Started having a little bit of doubt there. Um, but I just wish they would have taken it, you know? I, I, I understand that a lot of consumers, a lot of, a lot of gamers, a lot of people were concerned and they were starting to get very anxious because you know they had a release date and they've been pushing it back pushing it back and some people were starting to believe that the game wasn't going to release at all and some games i believe in 2019 2020 
a lot of them got canceled. Uh, some games got canceled here and there. I believe Overkill's The Walking Dead got canceled around that time. Um, there were some other cancellations. I'm not 100%. I can get some more information about that in another episode. Um, but there was a couple cancellations that had happened, and I believe that people had thought that that was going to be the case, that they were going to stop production on it. Um, you know, because you're, you're releasing it for so... You're, you're pushing it back so long, so long. Um, people just thought it would never have... You know, kind of like Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, there, there you go. That, that's a better analogy. You know, how long is this game going to take before it comes out? And um, I, I believe that they were worried. Uh, CD Projekt Red themselves were worried that if they had pushed it back any farther, they would lose money. They would lose pre-orders 100%. I believe. I mean, I've I've heard from the grapevines that a lot of uh, a lot of customers who had pre-ordered it were planning on canceling their pre-orders, and some of them did. Um, you know, b- between that November nineteenth to December tenth release date, some people just canceled it and said, "Yeah, it's probably not going to happen on December 10th. So they were losing money at that point, and you know they they had to push the button. They had to say, "Okay, look, I- I'm not losing any more. Let's just go ahead and release it." And that it, it put them on the same level as Activision, as EA, as some Ubisoft games. It put them on that same playing field as just the games who want to release to get the money and then just don't worry about it until later. And I don't like that. CD Projekt Red does not strike me as one of those game uh, the, those developers. They don't strike me as somebody who would take the easy route and do this whole, you know what, we'll just patch it later, you know, we'll release it now, don't worry about it. Especially in the condition that it was in. We, we had 8 million pre-orders on all platforms. 8 million pre-orders. 74% of those being digital. Uh, and, and that was more than The Witcher 3. So they had, they had more pre-orders than The Witcher 3 by itself. Uh, and the, the digital pre-orders alone paid for all the production costs for uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So, knowing that they were going to be able to get this this huge market from digital, I don't think they had a choice. I think they were just like, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just go ahead and do it. Forget about what people say about it. We can fix it in post. We've seen other developers do it. We can do it ourselves, too. That did not happen. <laughs> that did not... We And I believe it's because we hold CD Projekt Red at such a higher standard than other developers, why this backlash was so, so, so tremendous in, in, in what happened. Um, because after the release, I believe they lost um, a whole bunch of money. Uh, I think it was close to 30 million, I think it was. Um, or they had a lawsuit for $30 million. Um, but they lost a lot of pre-orders. I think 3 million pre-orders were, uh, or 3 million copies were refunded. And this caused Sony to remove the game. Um, uh, December 17th, they removed the game from their store because people were buying the game, trying it out, realizing it was garbage, and then uh, getting their money back for it. And Sony does not do returns. <laughs> they, Sony does not like to do any kind of giving your money back. They'd rather take and take and not you know, try to give back to the consumer. That's what Sony does, in my opinion. But uh, December 17th, they removed the game, which was a, a good move on their part because you can't have people buying the game for 60 bucks, playing through it the best that they can within you know maybe two or three days. Because even though uh, Cyberpunk is a big game and has a lot of content to it, some people just buy it to play the storyline. 
you know, rush through it really quick and then return it. So they had to do that. And there was a time where I believe retailers and also Xbox themselves also gave out uh, refunds. Um, but then they cut it, I believe, around January 12th or January 15th. They stopped doing the returns on that because uh, CD Projekt Red started working on it and uh, patching the game out and doing this and that. Now, even with the patches, I believe currently, as to this day, the game is still not in working condition. I believe it's getting a little bit better here and there, but I believe their biggest hotfix comes out next month in February. And I might try it out when the hotfix comes out. I might try it and see how it works and how it plays. If it plays a little bit better, I might actually you know, progress through the story. But I have my doubts that it's going to be like 100%. Hey, you know, the game it works perfectly now. It's, it's not going to get to that point probably until close to the end of this year. And that's that's it's really disheartening. It really is. This 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 whole game release has really put such a damper on how I feel about game developers and just games coming out in general. I mean, I probably at this point, I don't even know if I want to pre-order another game at this point because I you never know anymore. These game developers, they don't they don't. It's getting so apparent. They don't care about the consumer. I mean, they'll talk up and down about how they care about, oh, you know, oh, we listen to this and we listen to that and this and that, you know. But they, when the game releases like this, you can truly see their real side about how they feel about how a game should release and how they feel about, you know, what your money is worth. You know, it's 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 a huge stab in the back from developers. They They really need to get their stuff together because... This is unacceptable, and we cannot be, you know, I myself, when the game first came out, I was like, you know, hey, the game will be fixed, don't worry about it, you know, buy the game for 60 bucks. I'm part of the problem, 100%. I am part of the issue, because we cannot be saying, hey, you know what, yeah, they'll fix it, you know, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. We can't be saying that. We need to, and honestly, a lot of people did, you know, with, with their returns and a bunch of other stuff like that. We we're showing them that this is not acceptable. We will not sit here and accept something that is subpar for sixty dollars. We're not gonna do it. If I'm getting a sixty dollar game, I expect that game to be finished. I expect that game to work. I expect that game to not bug out as much as it. I don't want it to break my game. And is that so much to ask from developers? I mean, we have super ambitious game titles coming out, but. If you don't think you're going to be putting this game out at this time, at this time frame, don't release it. Or at least don't release it until maybe a year afterwards. I don't want to see your half-broken game. I mean, if the game works out, and like I said, little bugs here and there, I don't mind. Maybe like a little you know, graphical clip here. You know, a little bit of... Uh, you know the mouth not syncing up with the with the with the text or with the um, with the audio clips. I'm okay with little things like that. Um, but when your game legitimately breaks and you cannot continue at all, th there were there were glitches in the game, and, and I've I've been hearing a couple of different sources here and there talking about the glitches and and, and the bugs that they experienced. Um, the game would overwrite itself if you carried too much stuff in your in your inventory. If you carry, can, can you understand? Can you imagine if if, if Elder Scrolls Five, if Skyrim did this? Can you imagine if any other game that has giant inventory spaces, 
you're telling me that my game will will stop working will will completely totally delete itself if i carry too much stuff are you serious that's the whole point of the game i mean in the first five minutes i was collecting everything off of the floor you know even little things like that it was like oh here's like a little little half used cigarette i'll take that here's uh, a, a a rat corpse sure i could probably use that later you know i was taking everything <laughs> you know you can tell me that because i'm doing that i'm gonna get penalized for it that's ridiculous. There's, there's, you, and you cannot tell me that no one checked this stuff. Where was your QA team? Where were they? Because as far as I'm concerned, they were non-existent. Um, what's it? Uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I gotta look it up myself here. I, I gotta remember his name. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna remember it. I think I might have it in my notes here. Uh, give me one second to look him up. Um, the, uh, cause the, uh, CEO, I'm sorry, the co-founder of CD Projekt Red, and I have to give him, I'll give him a little bit of props here, um, as much as I don't want to, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of props that they seem to be one of the most, like, apologetic companies I've seen, cause for the most part, when it comes to, like, games being released, uh, terribly, and then you know they're patching it up later. Uh, for example, EA, Ubisoft, um, Activision. When a game doesn't work out as well as they want it to, they'll just say, "Oh, you know what?" They'll put a little post out, you know, on Twitter, say, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry uh, that this happened. It won't happen again. Please buy our game." That to me doesn't show that you actually care enough to say, "Hey, you know what? Like we messed up." Uh, we understand this and that happened, and we actually know where the source was, you know, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't show me that you that you care enough to let me know what happened. But um, but CD Projekt Red really did go. I mean, they, they put out this new um, video, and, and I didn't find his name, uh, and I'm gonna mess up his name 100%. Um, I believe his name was Martin Davinsky, um, the co-founder. He put out a video and he talked a lot about what happened and about their commitment and them as a developer, what they stand for and that this game release was not what they had in mind and this and that. And, and, and while I'm not excusing anything based on this video, it didn't have to be made. And I appreciate it being made. Um, if you haven't checked it out, go check on uh, cyberpunk 2077 YouTube channel. Um, it, it's labeled uh, our commitment to quality. Um, but, but in there, in that video, he talks about um, how no none of the QA testing they did showed any of the problems that were happening on release day. That is a lie. You cannot tell me that on the Xbox One and the PS4 that your QA testers did not run into any problems. You can't, because upon booting the game up itself, you run into issues. Um, whether or not they'd be inventory issues. I couldn't equip certain things here and there. And um, they also have a bit of a, um, let's, how, how do I put this? Um, a junk problem? If you know, you know. I'm not going to get too much into it. But they, they've had a couple issues here and there with the game upon booting the game up itself. And then just looking at the, the graphical um, disasters, that were in there, how some of the, how the game ran. I mean, I Metro twenty seventy seven. I'm sorry, <laughs> Metro twenty seventy seven. Uh, Metro Last Light 
itself ran better than this. And, and I usually use Metro as a, as a kind of... Because the way that Metro works with the, the way that the aiming is, with the, the camera control, is a little... You know, it's a little stiff, but it works better than than Cyber. A brand new game that came out in twenty twenty, a brand new game, and 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 its aiming is just atrocious. The frame rate is garbage. It's everything about it was just not working right. The AI was bad. They, they talked about this this whole you know all these mercenaries that come after you and and how our 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 police are corrupt and you can buy them out. And, Police are just popping up out of random in random rooms, spawning in walls. Um, I was watching um, one of my uh, favorite reviewers, uh, Angry Joe. Um, he was going off on uh, different things. He was showing videos, and in his, the police were just spawning left and right. Like that's not how you you handle AI, especially police AI in your game. That's ridiculous. But they had so many problems, and you're telling me that no one caught that. Not one QA tester, and I'm sure you had a good amount of them. No one caught that. Or was it the people that you sent the kits to, like, two days before the game came out? Were, were those the people that you were using for your QA? Because they didn't get the game until two days before it released. Uh, actually, it might have been, like, a day before. And they probably couldn't have... They probably didn't have the time to give the information out before the game released. You can't tell me that, man. You can't tell me that no one found that. Because that's, that's, a, that's a bold lie. Uh, but even with all these problems, there were uh, the ratings uh, that were given out. Um, now, from what I see, PC um, had less problems. It had, did have problems still, but it had less problems. Um, so Metacritic was giving PC an 85 out of 100, which is not bad. That's a pretty good game. Um, IGN giving it a 9 out of 10. And then so on and so forth. A lot of people gave the, um, the PC you know, 5 stars and close to a 10. Which I, I, even with that, I still don't believe um, it should have gotten anywhere near that um, because we still had issues. Even even on PC, the game looks great, plays great. It still had uh, story problems, AI problems, this and that. So I don't believe a nine out of ten or an eighty-five out of a hundred. I don't believe those are warranted. I believe it. I believe we should be giving them a little, little less praise when it comes to that. I mean, maybe a seven. You know, maybe maybe a, maybe a seventy-five out of a hundred. You know, let, let's let's bring those scores down a little bit because even on PC, I, I mean, you could have the the best rig possible, and some people did. Some people bought like because you have to have a, an intense graphic card to play this game, um, and some people up the money for it, and even with that, they were still having problems, and that's and that's even worse because if you're spending two thousand dollars on your computer rig, and you're having issues with a game that came out for sixty bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little upset about that. I mean, Xbox One and PS4. I mean, I you know, spent like three hundred dollars on my console. You know, the game doesn't work. You know, you know, but but we shouldn't be giving them praise like that. Um, but the the PS4 uh, version got fifty six out of hundred. Xbox One getting sixty one out of hundred, and then IGN giving uh, the PS4 and Xbox One both a four out of ten. Um, that sounds a little more right. Uh, that sounds like what it should be, <laughs> because I I just, I just don't. I don't, I don't know what happened. I mean, the way that I would rate it right now, I mean, the fact that I couldn't even play the game um, at all, uh, and I still haven't played it, I'd be giving it probably a 3, maybe a 2 right now. Um, because I, if I can't play your game, man, your, your rating is gone. 
If I can't play it, that's 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 just it. And I'm not gonna force myself. I know most people did. Some people were like, you know what, don't worry about it, you know, you can get through it, the bugs. I'm not doing that, you know? Because CD Projekt Red had a vision for this game. And I'm not going to try to enjoy it at its worst. I'm going to try to enjoy it the way they wanted me to enjoy it. And that's fixed up and polished and everything like that. So I'll wait for it. I don't care. I mean my sixty bucks is, you know, sitting you know, sitting pretty after about a month or so, but I just, I, I got no other choice, man. I'm not going to play it broken. I'm not going to give them that satisfaction of, you know, just gritting my teeth and bearing through it. I'm going to wait until it's finished. And then once it's, once it's at a point where it's, you know, it's playable, you know, I'm at least getting 30 frames steady, you know, and the graphic and all the, all the missions are working finally, then I'll give it a shot, you know, but at this point in time, no. It's not even worth it. So, final verdict on Cyberpunk 2077. It's, it's, it was overhyped, uh, just mound of garbage that released on December 10th. It, whether or not it was their fault, whether or not it was our fault, I don't care whose fault it was. You know, because everyone, you know, you can sit there and be on either side. Hey, you know, the developers just didn't work on it. Oh, well, the, the gamers just, they wanted it out, so it's their fault. I don't care whose fault it is. The fact of the matter is that this should not have happened. Uh, they sh CD Projekt Red should have stuck with what they had initially released or, or talked about with the game, that it was going to be released when it is ready. And this was not ready. Not even close to being ready. This, so far, I believe tops Anthem. I believe tops uh, Fallout 76 in releases. Those games at least kind of worked. This was probably the worst release that we're going to see in a while. And I, and I hope to God that's the case. Because I will not be able to stand having another game get completely and totally overhyped and then not releasing the way it should. And my eyes are on you, Back for Blood. Okay? My eyes are directly on you, Back for Blood. So you guys better make sure your game works flawlessly. Or else I'm, I'm having... I'm, I'm going to have some issues. <laughs> because you're not going to mess up a zombie survival game like that. Especially from the creators of Left 4 Dead. No. You're not messing that up for me. You better you better work on that game. I, I don't care how long... you already They already gave a release date. But that better be finished by that point. Alright? I'm buying the deluxe... I'm, I am buying the deluxe edition for it. It better be... better be finished. <laughs> anyway... Um, so that pretty much wraps it up for this episode here. I went on a little bit longer than I thought, um, you know, did a little bit of rambling, but I, I believe that we need to talk about this game, um, because I don't want this to be the staple for how other games get released this year. I believe we need to set certain standards and certain rules for developers this year. Uh, when it comes to game releases, because, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but it really put me into this weird mood, uh, this weird, not, not, not a depression, because I'm not, it's, it's not worth all that, but this weird, just, just sheer disappointment from this game, man, because I hyped it up so much to people, other people were hyping it up, you know, and, and it had so much potential, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the game to end all games, and instead, it, it ended itself. It Before it even began, it, it killed itself off. And it, it's unfortunate that we're down this path right now, that we're having this conversation. But 
as long as we, we, t- we continue to talk to each other about the, about this kind of stuff and we continue to, to hold developers accountable for their, for their actions. And I, I don't care what the excuses are. This, this should not have happened. This should not have been a game that released this, this way. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's in the books now. So, you know, we can't really do much about it, but let's hope that, you know, we get some speedy recovery on it and we can start playing it at its uh, fullest extent soon. So, but, but thank you everybody so much for listening. Um, thank you guys for coming back to the second episode of, of season two. That's what someone calling it this time. It's season two of the Dr. Stoast gaming podcast. So thank you so much for listening again. Um, and I'm hoping I can release this episode on time. If I, if I, if I am, and you're listening to it right now on Tuesday, great. If not, super apologize <laughs> about the release date for this, but uh, know that we're having some technical issues and we will hope to have episodes on time starting next week again. So again, I'll say it many, many times. Thank you guys so much for listening. And this has been the doctor's dose. Have yourself a great day. Okay.